0: Spy Cops Info Podcast A series on the secret undercover political police who spied on over a thousand campaign groups since 1968 Episode 20, special part Series about informers, infiltrators and grasses Part 2, Informers There is this whole other beast, right?
1: The informers, yeah, yeah, yeah. So for most people, informers and grasses, same, same sort of person. They're both people talking about what you're doing, trying to get you, you into trouble with the police or trying to scope your, your activities. But there is quite a psychological difference between the two. Whereas grasses have been brought into the process, recruited by the police, and quite often gone in unwillingly until they've been hooked. The informer has a different different mindset there are somebody who is more comfortable with the fact that they are talking to the police um more willing to do so and it's a different relationship right yeah um, people who go into groups intending to be informers as opposed
0: to those who get turned essentially i think it's you know that, that exists right
1: yeah so so the people who go into the groups with an existing agenda we would class them as the infiltrators right okay with an informer it's the person who likes playing the game, who right. likes the fact that they're working more than one side. There's a, there's a sort of visceral kick that they get yeah. from deceiving, in their minds, both sides. You, quite often, when they do talk about what they've done, they'll come up with stuff, oh, I wasn't really giving the police anything very much. Yeah, They'll yeah. find justifications. The fact that they, they're in with the group, they get the benefits of being in the group. They also, like the kudos, the little kick of excitement that comes from talking to the police mm. or just it was in one case, just the sheer ego of somebody who thought they were, you know, some sort of James Bond equivalent. Right, yeah. yeah. Um, we had one situation um, where the guy actively was in the group, was active with the group, doing stuff, and off his own back decided that he wanted to approach the police to talk. Wow, um, man, fucking hell. What a uh, fucking jerk. We've it was found out because his partner suspected something was weird. Mm. He got his computer to somebody else. He discovered emails where he actively approached the police saying he was willing to give information. Fucking hell! You know, there's a, there's a few good books out there. Um, ben Coppers, the work mm. by Michael Gillard, um, Laurie Flynn. You know, looking at how the police were corrupted in a similar way, the police tried to corrupt activists into right. talking. It's the same process of bringing them in. It's like. I mean, what they will do is they'll, I'll start feeding you a bit of information and suddenly you become a valued a valued informer and that's when they start doing you favours in return in order to keep keep you giving them information. Mm. And it's not, when you look at some of what Mark Kennedy was up to. Right, right yeah, absolutely. It's not that dissimilar in the yeah. process. You know, we'll turn a blind eye to a whole bunch of stuff in order to keep the supply of information going on. Yeah, The fact that he was a copper is actually very, isn't as relevant in that context. Yeah. The process is still the same.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely. But absolutely.
1: Where, where I've encountered informers, for the most part, it isn't necessarily about them protecting themselves um, from doing other stuff. It's, it's a more mendacious, it's a more insidious ego thing. Right, yeah. Where they're feeding off what they're doing. They're not getting a they're not fully committed to the movement. They like the social scene. They like what they get out of the social scene, but you know, there's no real hard political core to their being. It makes and it they're willing to sell life. out.
0: Yeah. They, right. They're willing to sell out. It, um, it's a more interesting life.
1: Yeah. 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 So where I've encountered them, yeah, they're not being, I wouldn't say entirely sad individuals, but you're getting the impression, of, you know, this, this has given them something. Yeah. Um, and normally, when you when you find somebody like that, it's just get rid of them. They these are not salvageable people. they are not people who have made an honest mistake. It's it's people who just have who are amoral and on a basic political sense. You just don't want in your life anyway, because not everyone can say can ever be fully trusted.
0: Yeah, I mean, certainly, I think yeah, it takes a certain sort of character. I think to to do that kind of thing, and yeah, it's not it's, these are not positive character traits. Um, I think like you know, you look at. Um, the kind of pe- the kind of people you need to build an effective movement uh, these are, none of these are f- effective character traits to help with that right
1: a they enjoyed the money and also they enjoyed the mm. uh, excitement of it in their mind they were quite often pushed the group as well so they're much easier and quicker to, uh, to move into being an agent provocateur right because they want to justify the ongoing relationship with the police and justify the you know essentially their wage yeah 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 so and I, my understanding and this is, this is imperfect is that the police are also quite aware of this dynamic and generally wary of the people who come to them, you know because there is always the question of them being fantasists as well, yeah, and this is the other danger that they bring is having got the relationship having been fed in that way and wanting to maintain it, they start talking shit, they start talking the group up they Start giving it a higher profile than it might actually otherwise have had with the police. We go, well, we're getting all this intelligence that essentially it's a small terrorist network in our backyard, yeah. uh, and so you're finding yourself under a load of scrutiny that was never there in the first place. So that is the, that is the other risk with these people. So, so there is actually quite an important bit of case law called Bryce, right, which you know, basically says to the police, you can't just rely on the human. Covert human intelligence source, mm. you have to cooperate. It mm. it's important. You can be precisely because there is this sort of issue of maintaining maintaining the position as an informer for the sake of it. Mm. You
0: know, and I think that this is partially the reason why you get this uh, like multiple level of, uh, of infiltration. I mean, even going back to the nineteen seventies when we were talking about Barry Tompkins last week. You know, the reason he got found out for having a girlfriend was because the security services. Uh, told the police, because they had other, mm. other methods of monitoring that same group that he was infiltrating, that that like actually, the fact that you've got an undercover cop in your group, doesn't mean you haven't also got an informer in your group you know what I mean, like the, the, this like the, multiple sources of the same information is something that they actively seek out
1: Yeah, and they, they will interweave it, so one of the things um, we know is that intelligence reports coming or all intelligence reports are coming in into the hub so they are reading all this material it's not just like we have a spy cop in the group and that's sufficiently they have doing a mm. full intelligence sweep and in some cases the, the the informers used to facilitate the undercover coming in you know it's the first mm. point of contact it's the first point of reference that helps helps bring helps give the person an entrance um other ones there's a f- there's been a couple of unusual situations, uh, one involving Mark Kennedy and one involving another on the cover, where they have actively pointed fingers at some other people. Right. So, and then we think in the Mark Kennedy one that it was done in order to, it's called snitch jacketing, in order yep. to, to, to distract from the fact, you know, here's somebody is slightly on the peripheral of the group, that's, you know, doesn't, doesn't have the same social capital, Let's make him the boogeyman. Mm. The other situation, the undercover pointed at somebody who was suspected of being an undercover for a long, a long time. But given the... the, I can't go into all the details, but it was almost like a turf war. This person was coming in and said, I don't actually want this informer on my turf. I'm the person who informs on this group. And actively... Forced the other person away, and it stood out in people's minds because it was totally out of character for right. for the undercover. And it's just why he was suddenly really anti the suspected. So, his,
0: which case was that?
1: Uh, it's case uh, the, on the undercover is RC. We don't have him given his full name, right. but there was a situation where he was very involved in a in an animal rights group, helping set it up, helping establish it. The suspected per- person would been inspected being an informer for a while. Different people came down, and RC suddenly went from being your most affable person to that person must leave. you Cannot be here. And it was when we dug afterwards, it's like you know, there was something really fishy about the way that was done. Right. And it looks like no, I don't want this person on my turf. I control this area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So different, different one, different moves up around those in different situations, sure. but you know you know, so some some user others say, No, I'm actually controlling it. Because if the if the, the infiltrator may have rec- really worked out, well actually this person on the cover cop. Right. Yeah, you know, yeah. that that cre- suddenly creates a weird dynamic mm. going on so they want control over who, who might know. Mm. Yeah. Um, so it, it, it's 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 a bizarre it's a, it's a world more bizarre than we, we might imagine. You know, it's very dangerous to come in and think this is, like, very black and white categories. It's, it's annoying of the sort. Sure, sure.
0: Yeah, and I think, like, like we are saying about the grasses, the grasses could turn into these informers. Like, the, the way the police operate in that way mm-hmm. is, like, inform, almost like informers. Yeah, it, yeah, there's so many different aspects of it. It does, yeah. Yeah. So, so man, like, you know, it's things to, to, to look out for like, in this kind of thing, with, with informers, like, you
1: know, it, it, it's harder than a spy cop real people yeah. right they're really real people <laughs> unlike the spy cops because which are not real, real people. people and also the spy cops had a manual and they stuck to it you, right. they use the same stories over and over again you know the yeah. whole thing about police not having imagination is true yeah once they got something that works they stuck to it yeah whereas you say with the grasses there are people already among us they yeah. already understand they've already been accepted it's much harder so a lot of it comes comes out instinct and just watching for certain situations, stuff happening around court cases, mm-hmm. you know, suddenly someone getting a different solicitor, watching for behavioral changes. Um, but also watching. There's an instinct to be built up and it's, you've got to be really I'm saying this with you really got to be bloody careful about how you do this. You get an instinct for the way people ask questions and what to ask and what to behave, and you just go, "There's something not quite right." I mean, th- that's a recipe for driving
0: yourself slightly so mad. mad. Yeah, you know I mean, mm-hmm. like, it
1: is definitely. Um, I, I, I hear what you're
0: saying, but I'm always a bit like um, when it comes to instinct, because, it, you know, it's very easy to like see enemies everywhere. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? So,
1: so, so the the trick, the trick that. W- I found worked best in that situation was the first, when I was doing stuff around the amorites gatherings and stuff somebody would come and say oh I suspect that person so yeah paranoia second person comes in and oh, that person's not right I say okay still paranoia but third person come to me independently went there's something crawling up my spine Yeah, yeah there's no, no, no alright three people independently have all gone that person mm-hmm. and that doesn't mean that person is anyway any way guilty it just says Let's just keep a closer eye. Let's yeah. just keep an eye. But it was, only, it was only when three people separately that, that I started thinking, if it's just one person who's always coming up with that person, I'm not sure about that person. And then three few weeks later, they're not sure about the next person. That's why, right, you, mate, you're actually not helping mm-hmm. the situation by constantly pointing your finger at everybody. But if it's several people coming from a different direction to the same person, that carries more weight and it's distinguishing between the two situations. And it, it can be an echo
0: chamber that as well to a certain extent because yeah.
1: particularly if people are gossiping mm-hmm. which
0: I think that was something we said earlier mm-hmm. that it's really like it, it's, it's a, this is a difficult thing to talk about without getting into gossiping right? Because you're yeah. probably going to bring it up with your friends before you kind of bring it to a group setting of like oh this person may be dodgy. So you can end up with like a, an echo chamber effect about like you know particularly if it's you know one of the things we always used to joke about but the undercover police thing was like kind of uh, did uh, did oh, I didn't like you if you didn't like him? Oh he's probably not an undercover the cop then. <laughs> Do you know what I mean it's like the unlikable people are probably not but with the informers it's totally
1: different, right? It's a totally different fucking scenario. Yeah. So so what I would suggest in that situation is just mm. if you think, write it down. Just it's amazing how the fact uh. of just putting pen to paper and really pulling out what your suspicions are, ninety mm. percent of the case it'll just disappear into smoke. Sure. It's that ten percent of the cases are actually? No, wait a second. This mm. stinks. This stinks. And again, my experience isn't being where people have been deliberately gossiping. Oh, I'm not sure about that person. This one, this so one person says, "Oh yeah, such such a person." This the, and the other person goes, "I said it's story." And you're going, "You just you're just looking between there. There's something not right there." Yeah, you know yeah. that's that's the situation where you're interested in, you're looking for, and you probably have more substantive suspicion. Usually cause because stories are not adding up. but mm-hmm. they've told completely different things to different people. Mm-hmm. Or there's just something about the behaviour around it. It's like, that was a really strange thing. If I go to, to, um, back to a spy cop, mm-hmm. which Mark Jenner, yes. uh, he, during an anti-fascist protest, he did something really weird. He went ahead and put a brick through a window. That basically, is really weird. <laughs> basically, you know, it was like, it was it was they were they were up for it. Sure. But but basically he what he did was alert the police to the fact the anti fascists were around the corner. Essentially and I was just like, why did he do that? Out of out of character, out of the blue, yeah create create that situation. Um you know, it's like and in hindsight was like, Well actually bells really mm. you know, start start ringing at that point. Yeah, yeah uh and you know i'm using that as a, a more extreme example but y- you will come up with things well there's something there's something not adding up here the caveat though is it's bloody hard to prove yeah it's even harder than my cops it's very hard so it's as you say it's not something you want to get bogged down in your life or spend all your time stressing about
0: mm. i mean i think it's one of those things i think like um you know if you are in a group where you you're not um, you haven't got these problems yet but like you kind of want to be aware of them in advance it's just going to be like something that will drive you mad if you think that you're going to like kind of put systems in place to stop it from happening because it doesn't work like that right it's something that you're going to have to deal with as it comes up as opposed to having I don't think there's any particular kind of like Aside from having a culture that, like, that encourages best practice of, like, when we were talking about the, the, the gossiping and the like not talking to police and all those things, mm-hmm. like there isn't any sort of, like, magic bullet to stop these things happening.
1: No, no, and it's not. And the reality is, if you were being an activist and you want to continue being an activist, you just have to get on with it. Yeah. You know, they're doing it because you're doing something. If you've stopped doing activism because you're worried about it, They've effectively won, and that's what well, you've got to keep it in the back of your mind at all the time.
0: That's 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 the clip for you. Yeah. <laughs> you've got to keep doing it, man. Like that's like literally um, you stopping doing stuff because of fear. That that that's them winning. That is literally them winning. That is like end game, brilliant
1: result. Tick. Move on to the next one. That's what they. That's what i after. Yeah. yeah. So, so that's what grass is much, much mm. more harder. Just, it's just about being aware of the fact that you've got a possibility and have your security built in from the beginning, mm. culture built in from the beginning. You can't, you can't stop it happening. You can't get rid of it. Mm but you can make life an awful lot easier by just mm-hmm. taking some precautions in advance. Also, th- th- those same precautions are also really good in other ways. Yes. Uh, I mean, you know, like, it,
0: it is better if you don't have a, c- a culture of gossiping. It is better if you've you know, got a culture of solidarity. It is just be- it's is better in so many ways, right? You know, it just keeps giving.
1: Yeah. And, and if you are if you're doing you know, full-on action, security should be there at the beginning. You can't put security tr- halfway into an action, it has to be part and parcel of how you set out and start. Mm. That's the golden rule. Mm. You've got to put the effort in mm. if you're going to step up to that sort of level.
0: Are there any particular resources you'd recommend to people online for like finding this sort of stuff?
1: Um, it's floating around, but there is the Activist Security Handbook. Right, uh, It's a few years old now, but it's fairly comprehensive and it was written by, by, by activists, you know, mm. left-wing anarchists, animal rights people, it keeps things simple. It doesn't go down the whole you've got to be worrying about getting bug scanners and high tech stuff. Right. It's, like, it's actually quite simple to be secure in many ways. It's not worrying about the, the high, you know, all the fancy equipment that you see in the films and stuff. It's about taking a few simple precautions and keeping stuff as low tech as possible. Mm.
0: Yeah, absolutely. We'll link to that in the description. So that's Grasses, that's Informers. this podcast please go to spy cops info see you for part three